Hello and good morning. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Courtney Eckerd. Today we're discussing the fourth industrial revolution and the pump industry. I'm talking with Neil Langdown, Global Product Director of Pumps at Trillium Flow Technologies. Neil, welcome to the show. Hi, Courtney. Great to be here. Thanks for your time. I'm so glad that we're doing it. So to get things started, let's clarify. What would you define, describe as the fourth industrial revolution? Yeah, um, good, good question. So I guess, I guess to to help define that, I would need to to talk about what the uh, first one, two, three uh, industrial revolutions were. So, if we think about the first one being mechanisation, so that's the water wheel, windmill, steam power, such like, um, and then the second industrial revolution would have been around the early twentieth century, and that's all about mass production, uh, electrification of assembly line. And, and then in the 1960s, we had the third generation, which was the um, computers and automation. And then I suppose probably about four years, uh, te- five years ago, we had the, um, the, f- uh, the fourth industrial revolution. And that's pretty much a fusion of cyber and physical systems. So you can, you know, it's also known as Industry 4.0. I think that was originally coined by a German politician. In the States, it's known as smart manufacturing. And in China, it's called Made in China 2025. But effectively, it's about artificial intelligence, cloud computing, 3D printing, big data analytics, augmented reality, and of course, the industrial internet of things. But I suppose you could distill all of that into the underlying premise, which is by using different technologies, we can communicate with each other to increase production, identify bottlenecks, and potentially identify issues before they cause a premature failure. And how will upcoming advancements in this fourth industrial revolution affect the pump industry as we know it? And what challenges do you think will be introduced? So if we think about the rotating equipment industry, so pumps, compressors, and turbines, the traditional model of of service was often to run the pump to failure. And then the end user would make a call to their service provider or the OEM to provide a solution. So it's very much a reactive uh, approach. And then later in that evolution, we move to more towards a more preventative maintenance uh, approach where the condition of the pump would be monitored. Often this would be a manual service, either in-house or by an external provider. So think handheld vibration monitor services and such like. Um, but often those results needed to be interpreted and analysed. You know, that took skill and time, and it wasn't in real time. And then next came real-time recording. So fixed sensors such as temperature and pressure and vibration, often connected to the end user's uh, supervisory control and data acquisition system, often known as a SCADA system. Um, this, but the trouble that, that this was expensive um, in terms of the initial installation and it took time and skill to analyze. But if we, over the past probably decade, the cost of sensors and data acquisition has reduced dramatically, and the availability of wireless technology and the power of cloud computing has made the possibility of, of the cost-effective data collection and, and, and real-time analysis much more available and uh, a lot less uh, human interaction. So. In other words, cheap, relatively cheap and quick. So, so that's the evolution. But 
In terms of challenges, uh, I think we need to recognise that there isn't a one-size-fits-all type of solution. So Trillium's customers, um, you know, they're quite varied in terms of sector and location. So I could example with, you know, we supply pumps, pumps to the municipal water industry in North America, pumps to the mining industry in Australia, uh, pumps to downstream oil and gas sector in the Middle East. And all of those have their own nuances and, and requirements. So I, I guess if I had to generalise, I would say that probably cybersecurity has been a concern for our customers. Um, that could be malware risk or, or IP leakage. Uh, you know, what we also need to remember is that a number of our customers manufacture uh, under a proprietary processes. So, you know, we should be aware of that. So, so that's probably a challenge. That said, some of the nervousness around this area has started to dissipate, um, and 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 that's basically as the as the our customers become more comfortable with cloud and edge computing. So these advancements allow the pump manufacturers to know the location, operation, and condition of all their installed base and enables the possibility of proactive aftermarket support, adding immense value to your customers. Are there any insights from your personal experiences that lend to this topic or trending news from your industry that we can discuss? Yeah, great question. Um, what's the saying? Something about with great power comes great responsibility. Um so, so look, you know, as as the pump manufacturers obtain the data on the install base, they need to use it responsibly. So we've already mentioned about uh, data security, but I would say that as an industry, we need to know how to use this data for the benefit of our customers. So predictive failure analysis is great. However, that doesn't really add any value unless we can offer a timely service solution. So be it spare parts, replacement units, uh, dispatching our own service engineers or mobilizing our channel partners um, in a timely manner. So, yeah, the, the, the watchword for all of that, I guess, is, is as we invest in big data analytics, we also need to equally invest in our own service capability. Awesome. So Trillium Flow Technology specifically serves customers in the power, oil and gas and general industry and water wastewater sections uh, with highly engineered valves, pumps and actuators, as well as complete support in every phase of a project or operation. How is your team at Trillium planning to use new technology to add value to customers? So, so Trillium recognized that our customers are becoming increasingly focused on the reliability and cost of ownership rather than just the initial price of, of the product. So to that end, we provide a service where our pumps can be shipped as what I call internet ready, i.e. the pumps are fitted with sensors to monitor flow, pressure, uh, vibration, power, etc. And uh, and this in turn is connected to the cloud via a 4G gateway. And then by mach using machine learning, uh, we can monitor real-time data. And using artificial intelligence, we can identify not only failure before it happens, but also being able to optimize the pump performance to align with our customers' often changing site conditions and parameters. So I, I guess the, the aim here is to add value by offering zero downtime for our customers. That said, we also recognize we don't live in a perfect world. So by using predictive failure analysis, we can optimize our inventory holding to better support our customers in terms of speed response, um, but, but also 
Probably more exciting than that is we also develop a digital twin of the pump. So using real-time data from the cloud, we can overlay this image with um, the real view of the pump. So, so the benefits here are the customer service, te service technician can be working on a pump, wearing augmented reality glasses, and could be supported by our design and service engineers in real time back at the ranch, as it were. So, and, and in fact, the, the, the benefits of this have, have been more pointed over the last 18 months or so as the pandemic really did curtail our ability to dispatch our, our service team to support our customers globally. Yeah, I mean, the pandemic, there were so many issues in so many industries. How, how do you see the changes and things that you learned in that period being implemented as we kind of have this rebirth in a lot of industries this year? Yeah, I, I think there's. I think it's it's been a bit of a reset, but I but also think it highlights the fact that you know we the onus is on the OEMs, the, the manufacturers of the of the product, to to find a way to support the customers. So so even going forward, I think I think there will be a discussion between end user and supplier about how they how they find a. a the best fit in terms of the cost uh, of, of support. Uh, and I do think the whole augmented reality is definitely a solution for, for that. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's been an interesting reset for the business. Yeah. So I just want to thank you so much for joining me today. Is there anything else that you'd like to share about Trillium or about anything we can expect to see in the industry in the upcoming months? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess in terms of, you know, what does the future look like? And, and you know, if we had a crystal ball up, I'll probably be working in the financial sector rather than the pump industry. But, but, but you know, um, I think what I would say was, you know, I can see there's potentially two things that are going to happen going forward. Um, one is, you know, the, the internet-ready pumps will become a standard. So, you know, the customers won't buy one without it. Um, and you could almost argue that potentially there's a real sort of disruptive business model uh, coming along in the lines where the customer, rather than having a traditional capital purchase approach to, to the industry, maybe that would be replaced with a lease and maintain arrangement instead. I, I guess, you know, whatever the path the market takes, you know, I'm, I'm pleased to say that Trillium will continue to be led by our customers' requirement for zero downtime. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Thank you for listening. Neil, I really appreciate your time. This has been Neil Langdown and Courtney Eckerd, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.